0: Every family vacation, my kids break into the can-can. Can we go to the theme park? Can we go to a ball game? Can we get snacks? It can get expensive. But at Red Roof, we get a great price on clean, comfortable rooms and wake up rested and ready to hit the road again. This summer, when we rest and repeat at Red Roof, staying two separate times can earn us a free night. Plus, ready reward members can save up to 20% with exclusive rates. Book at redroof.can. I mean.com.
1: Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com and Gusto. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash business growth. Gusto offers modern, easy payroll to benefits to small businesses across the country. They were even named Best Online Payroll by PC Mag. As a listener, you'll get three months free when you run your first payroll. Sign up and give it a try at gusto.com slash accelerate. That's gusto.com slash accelerate. Accelerate your business growth podcast continues to join enjoy inclusion on lists of the best podcasts to listen to for business professionals. Uh, small business owners, salespeople, aspiring entrepreneurs. Uh, We are consistently ranking on lists um, as a great resource for those audiences. And that is really because of the guests who join me. They uh, share their expertise with all of you so that you can get the information you need for your business uh, and you can implement it and you can reach out to these folks if you want more. Uh, so it, it's a pretty good thing. Uh, and my guest today is Ryan Cote. Ryan is the director of digital services and partner at Ballantine, a third-generation family-owned direct mail and digital marketing company based out of Fairfield, New Jersey. With Ballantine since 2003, a family-owned business started in 1966 by his great uncle, Ryan now manages the growing digital marketing division. From lead generation to marketing strategy for small businesses, Ryan and his company rise above the get featured quick schemes so often attributed to digital marketing. He loves to geek out on technical marketing talk as well as work with real world business owners about growing their book of business in today's online world. Thanks so much for joining me today, Ryan.
2: Hey, Diane. Super happy to be here.
1: Uh, Thrilled to have you here. Um, One of the most interesting things about marketing, you know, where we're living today is that there's been um, somewhat of a shift uh, to digital, while at the same time, I, I think, you know, some people don't realize that traditional or print marketing is still a good avenue, it still can be. So how would you... What would you say to a small business owner who said, I want to integrate both? Like, how does someone integrate print and digital marketing?
2: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, at Valentine, we do both. So, I get to see uh, both sides of the marketing pie, direct mail and digital marketing. And everyone says direct mail is dead, but it definitely is not. <laughs> we do a ton of it. <laughs>
1: um,
2: <laughs> but I feel, like that I feel like that pops up in everything, like email is dead, direct mail is dead. I think it's more the word is it's changing. So it's uh, it's definitely changed over the last thirty years, but definitely not dead. So, in terms of integration for um, especially for a small business owner, um, there's a few different things you can look at doing. So typically, um, small businesses, you know, they're doing postcard marketing. That's um, you know, because when when you talk about direct mail, uh, there's many different types of formats you can mail. A simple postcard, which is obviously more cost effective to a very complex multi-component package with personalized printing and it can get really crazy, Um, Mm -hmm. even like fancy envelopes and video mailers. Um, But in terms of a small business, typically it's postcards, you know, oversized postcards, six by nine, six by 11 in terms of inches. Um, And so how you integrate print and with digital, there's a few different things you could could look at doing. Um, The most, I guess the most common way now is you've got your postal out you've got your address file for the postcards you're sending out to and then you can upload that list to Facebook um, and LinkedIn and find the matches and then you know based on you know the match the match rate will will vary but the ones that match you can run ads to those people and you know it's better if you've got postal and email because the match rate will be higher when you give Facebook and LinkedIn more fields to match the match rate of course is going to be higher especially email because, everyone has to have an email address associated with their social account, whereas address, it's typically not. And then um, it also depends on the types of type of mailing that you're doing because LinkedIn, no one's going to have their personal address up there. So um, if it's a business to business mailing or a business to consumer, but I would say that was that, that, that's like the real, it's the easiest way to to integrate print and digital, but it's also the most uh, effective way because essentially what happens is, you know, the people that your prospects or your customers are getting your postcard in the mail and then a certain percentage of them are also seeing your ad in their news feeds on Facebook or LinkedIn, and that's gonna, you know, ideally the creative, the offer is matching, so they're, you're kind of hitting them twice. And maybe they don't recognize or see or pay attention to the postcard, but then they see the ad in their news feed, and then that gets their attention. So it's that to me, that's like the. Uh, I can give a couple more examples, but that's that's the easiest, and most effective way to integrate print and digital.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great example. I and it's funny because as you were saying it, I was thinking about just recently experiences I have had where I've gotten something in the mail, like from a retailer with a coupon, and then I get an email or I with the same information in it, or I see something in my Facebook feed, and so that familiarity and and that uh, oh yeah, I saw this somewhere yeah. is you know, it hits a couple of times. Plus I think it gives people the opportunity to take the information in the way that works best for them.
2: Exactly. Exactly. If you've got email, then you can also add a third layer into that and send them email. So they're getting ads in their news, news feed. They're getting your postcard, they're getting your email. I mean, there's even technology now, uh, Diane, that's coming out. Well, it's already out, but um, it's, it's a little bit pricey right now for small businesses. I th- think, I mean, it depends obviously, but, um, we're seeing uh, some of our larger clients do it now, um, but it's basically you can add a pixel to your website, and then from that pixel, that pixel basically gathers your address. I'm not sure to, don't ask me how to describe how it how it does that, but that's that's as deep as I can go. Um, but the pixel gets that person's address, and then you can send mail to them. So anyone that's on your website, you can send them, you know, a postcard or whatever type of type of mailer. So that's, that's pretty cool. Crazy. I yeah, I think that'll become more, you know, I've seen the pricing on it. And it's like, ooh, but, you know, for some people it makes sense. But I think, I think that technology yeah. is, is going to become more and more common and more cost effective. And then, then that's a really cool way to integrate print and digital. You know, basically someone's on your website, they know about you. It's kind of, it's like, it's like retargeting, but in their mailbox instead of, their, instead of on their computer.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's wild. And thank you for that. Cause I wondered what that whole pixel thing was. And I, I, I never, I mean, that was a great explanation of that. I, I appreciate it. Now I get it. Yeah. Uh, I never yeah. even looked at it cause I would, you know, see a little thing about it and I go, okay, but what is it? How does that work? I don't understand. <laughs> so, and then yeah. I just step off if I can't understand. <laughs> yeah. it. So, okay. So let's focus a little bit on digital marketing and, um, Talk about ways to drive leads with digital marketing. What what are some of those ways that a business can do that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I, I'd like to give some. Just I I guess there are more tips on. You know, I I I can give you strategies on how to drive leads. For example, um, you know, we see that search engine optimization and pay per click they drive more leads. It it also depends how you define leads. So um, we see SEO and PPC, search engine optimization and pay per click drive more leads for, let's say, for example, a service business is looking for someone to reach out to them and say, Hey, I want to hire you, or I want more information on your services. The reason being is because um, a person that's doing a keyword search on Google or Bing or Yahoo, um, they have a need. They, they're looking for something. They know they want a particular service or a particular product, and so they're going to Google and they're doing a search. So they should convert higher because they're sort of later in the stage of the buying cycle, um, so we see those convert well, but we also see leads convert well on Facebook in terms of email opt in So those are like a, sort of like a softer lead, someone giving you their email address because Facebook has this ad objective, um, I think it's called lead form object, uh, objective, and basically it makes it very easy for someone to give you their email address because Facebook already has that information. So basically you run an ad, like download our white paper or whatever it is, they click yes I'm interested or learn more, a pop-up shows, and your information, your name and your email is already pre populated because that Facebook has it on you. And then you just have to confirm that you want the white paper. So it's basically like essentially two clicks. You don't have to do any typing. So we see a lot of success with capturing email opt-in slash leads using Facebook. So those are two, I guess, strategies. But one thing I want to mention is that, you know, video, um, you know, video is becoming more and more more uh, more and more important. It sells well, it's so engaging. You could do so much with it. There's so many different ways you can repurpose video. The video also helps you sell, helps you get, generate leads. It creates a more personalized, engaging um, approach um, on your website, like a more engaging element on your website that helps get more leads. And when it comes to your website, you know, don't forget about the basics that all, and these all help with getting leads is, you know, make sure that your website loads fast, um, especially with, if you care about SEO, because Google, that's one of the ranking factors. Same thing with mobile friendliness, that's a ranking factor, um, and it just helps convert leads. And then and, and call to actions, and we still see this a lot with uh, clients that we, that we onboard, is that their website, yeah, it has like a contact link in the, in the navigation, but it's missing like clear call to actions, especially on the service page or the product pages, you want to make sure all those pages have clear call to action. So if they're reading their, if you're, if they're reading your content, they get down to the bottom make sure there's something there that they can click or opt into or something, just a clear call to action to make, uh, make it easy for them to raise their hand.
1: That's very interesting. That's really interesting. I never would have thought about that. I mean, it makes sense. I don't know why I wouldn't have, um, I guess. There, there's a lot of uh, uh, maybe it's misunderstanding about call to action and calls to action and when you should have them and where you should have them or, yeah. or what that call to action is, you know, is, is it by my product? Is that only on the website that you can say things like that or, I don't know. Yeah,
0: it's
2: it's going to vary from, from website to website. One, one thing we're testing now I think it might border on, the lo- border, border on the line of like obnoxious, but we're just testing it out um, just to see what, what it does. Um, it's called Push Notifications. Not too many websites use it, but if you've ever been to a website, if you go to valentine.com, you'll see it, unless we decide to remove it soon, but it'll ask you, it'll pop up, will show up on your browser saying, hey, Valentine wants to send you um, messages, or I can't remember what it says, but it says, Valentine wants to send you messages, allow or disallow, and if you click allow, what happens is we're able to send you, so basically what happens is, and we don't do anything spammy, so basically what we do, just to kind of give you like a real, real world example, is when we produce new content for our blog, which is weekly, we'll send out an email to our list, um, we'll post it on social media, you know, do all that stuff, but then we also send out a push notification to the people that have subscribed to allow us to send the messages. And we'll say, hey, we just published a new blog, check this out on direct mail or on Facebook or whatever. So it's, we're always pushing out value. There's ne- it's never like, buy, buy, buy. Yeah. We're just using it as another way to like syndicate or distribute our content. And then basically what happens is when we send out that push notification, if you have allowed that message, that push notification, a little pop-up shows up in your browser that says, hey, here, here's our content and you can they can click on they can click on it to read it. And the cool thing is that if they're not on the browser, the pop-up will show when they fire up their browser. Let's say you push it out, but they're on a business trip or you are have the day off and you, you're not online until the next yeah. day. It'll show that next yeah. day when they when they open up their browser. So that's you know just things wow, that – that's wild. Yeah.
1: That's so interesting. See, I, I never knew about that one either. So you're testing it to see if people actually say, say yes?
2: You know what? a lot of people are saying yes. I want, it makes me think, I wonder if they know what they're saying yes to and I'm okay with
1: it because we're
2: we're marketing. So we're testing and everything we provide is value, you know, like we generally try to provide a lot of value. And so, um, but what, what we're seeing is we get about, uh, 10 a day opt in and, but we get a lot that unsubscribe, but I think, you know, I think it's because, you know, with, with email, you see a lower opt in rate, but you see a, also you see a yeah. lower unsubscribe rate. I think because push notifications, it's easy to subscribe, but it's also easy to opt out. So I think it makes sense. And we're just trying it. We're seeing, you know, we're seeing if it if it contributes, you know, to our traffic and if, if the traffic is, you know, high quality traffic. But it's something that I think right. you know, your audience might want to test and see if it's just another source of traffic for them.
1: Yeah, I, I, I love this idea. I do want to Remind them that what you said was you're always providing valuable content. Yep. Right, because that is. is a key to being successful with something like that.
2: It is. It is. Even our newsletters, um, if if uh, you know, if, if, you're, um, if you ever get one of our newsletters, it's yeah, there's a little bit of information about Valentine, but it's it's really eighty percent like here's some industry news you should know about here's some content here's a video we recorded with more tips. Oh no by the way did you know we also do pay per click or you know direct mail it's just a little bit right so that's just how we do it. I'm a, you know everyone's got their own wow. way of doing doing it. But that's how we that's how we do it.
1: Yeah. I, I'm I'm a big fan of that. I think um, when you are providing good, relevant information. You're helping people see that you know what you're talking about. You're giving them an opportunity to, you know, cross that trust divide. Yeah. So they can make a decision about you, um, and and they're getting educated at the same time. So you're, you know, it's a give. You know, I would say give back, but it's sort of a pay it forward sort of sort of thing, which I think I, is valuable I, in marketing.
2: I think that's really where things are going to, I think it's like what Gary Vaynerchuk said. What do he say? Um, jab, 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 right hook. I'm probably, I'm probably getting that wrong, but the basic <laughs> premise is you, you provide a lot of value, provide a lot of value and position yeah. yourself as an authority and try to help people. And then sometimes you ask for something in return, you know, like, Hey, do you want to, you know, interested in the free consultation or in his case buy my book or whatever the case is. Um, right. So.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. I'm all about that. Okay, I have to take a quick sponsor break, and then I have some more questions for you. Okay, great. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com and Gusto. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up at our link, which is, Audibletrial.com/businessgrowth. You get one free audiobook and a one-month trial of the service. Some examples of books you can listen to on Audible.com are "Breathe to Succeed" by Sandy Abrams and "Leading Loyalty" by Lena Renee. So visit Audibletrial.com/businessgrowth, explore the books that are of interest to you, and receive one free audiobook when you sign up for the trial. Everyone loves payday, but loving a payroll provider, that's a little weird. Still, small businesses across the country love running payroll with Gusto. Gusto automatically files and pays your taxes. It's super easy to use, and you could add benefits and management tools to help take care of your team and keep your business safe. It's loyal. It's modern. You might fall in love yourself. Listeners get three months free when they run their first payroll. Try a demo and test it out at gusto.com slash accelerate. That's gusto.com slash accelerate. Today we're speaking with Ryan Cote about adding digital marketing to traditional print marketing. So um, let's talk a little bit about brand awareness and some tips, For people on how they can raise their brand awareness what do you think they can be doing
2: sure so you know easy an easy way is so not to get technical here but like with a website every page has what's called a title tag and a meta description and typically the title and the title tag and the meta description is what is what google pulls in and, and all search engines pulls into like the search results so when you see not always but often so when you're going through Google, for example, and you see like the blue headline and then the text below it as the title tag and then below that, the meta description. So an easy way is to just add your brand terms to the metadata so that as you produce more content, as your site gets more traffic organically and your site thus shows more in the search results, your brand is being shown more because it's being shown in the title tag, it's being shown in the meta description. So that's like an easy thing that anyone can do just to get their company seen more often um, as they're... Organic visibility grows uh, another thing is that you know the beauty of like Facebook and um, all the social media channels is that you know their advertising platform, um, especially Facebook, you can really cost effectively um, advertise to people that know you so you know once you get fans on Facebook or you put the pixel on your site and you develop an audience from your past website visitors um, or even upload your email list and get the matches, you know you can do it different ways for you know very cost-effectively, you can sort of drip on your audience with content, your brand, your message, and it doesn't take a whole lot of uh, budget to do that. So it's another way just to kind of drip on your audience with your content, with your information, and showcasing your authority, um, and you know, increase your brand awareness. And then, you know, obviously, good content. You know, If you create really good content, video, infographics, really shareable, lengthy authority guides, stuff that people are going to take notice of, Especially because there's so much content produced nowadays, you kind of have to, you kind of have to go the extra mile, you know, you know, add images to your blogs, for example, make sure you're adding external and internal links, and just making the content really helpful, video, graphics, all that stuff. Create really good content that, that people want to share and thus, you know, spread your brand around. So those are just a few things that come to mind, um, you know, for increasing brand awareness.
1: Those are great. And, and the second one, you, you start, start talking about like Facebook advertising and I'm wondering if we can go a little deeper and if you can share um, some effective paid online marketing or advertising strategies.
2: Specific to Facebook?
1: No specific to just online. Sorry. Just, you know, what, what are some that are online? Because, you know, this is something small business owners struggle with. They will sign up for something because they heard somebody say something about it and then, you know, $1,000 later, it hasn't done anything and it's because they didn't do it effectively or they didn't know what they were doing or whatever. So I'm curious about what is effective when it comes to paid online advertising.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, and, 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 and yeah, you're right. It's serious because you, you're paid advertising, so you're, you're paying money. So the f- first thing I would say is make sure you're tracking everything. So we use CallRail to track phone calls. So you add a little snippet of code on your site and it'll track where your phone calls are coming from. Did it come from paid? Did it come from organic? Did it come from Facebook? You could track exactly how many phone calls you're getting and where the phone calls came from, and then make sure you, um, you know, your form submissions. Make sure you're tracking that in Google Analytics. So first step for you do any types of paid, any type of paid advertising, and make sure you have all your tracking set up. Phone calls, forms, and form submissions. Make sure that's all all set up. Um, in terms of strategies, I mean, the first thing we always recommend is retargeting or remarketing, however you want to call it. If you've ever gone to uh, Amazon, put something in your, in your cart and then left without buying, it'll haunt you for the rest of your life. And that's, <laughs> that's remarketing, retargeting. You know, it's basically like showing banner ads to past website visitors. And the good thing about that is that you, you know, you're, you're spending all this money to get people there and then they're, you know, a good chunk of them leave and you don't know who they yeah. are. And then you have a yeah. second opportunity, second chance to advertise to them with banners and hopefully bring them back. So that's, and it's very cost effective because uh-huh. you typically only pay when someone clicks. And so that's, that's the first thing I would say to, your, to say to your audience is that you make sure you're setting up retargeting and you could do that on Google. You can use a platform like ad roll. Uh, you could do retarget on Facebook and LinkedIn. And, and, um, you know, those are the three main, three main channels for retargeting. Um, mm-hmm. I would also do Google ads it used to be called Google AdWords. Now it's called Google ads. And that's where you're bidding on bidding on keywords. Just make sure you set a budget, make sure you set a monthly budget. So it's a, so you're, so you just don't get um, completely slaughtered on, on the spend. you want to make sure you you have a, you know, you know how much you comfortably can afford to invest and then set that monthly budget within the campaign. Um, that way you know that you're not going to go way over um, and then just be you know, see, ad, Google ads can be a whole separate conversation, but I, I would, I would say just as a starting point, start small handful of handful of keywords. Um, make sure you set the budget. You can even run the ads during office hours. So if you do get any phone calls, you have a good chance of getting that person. If we're talking about like a service business, you have a good chance of getting that person on the phone when they call you. Um, but just start small because Google ads uh, it's very, there's a lot to it and it can it can get, it can be very easy to get overwhelmed by it, so just start yeah. small. Um, Facebook, LinkedIn, yeah, we sort of touched upon that, but basically uploading your list, r- running ads to your matches. You know, LinkedIn, if you're a business-to-business, you can run ads to people that have certain job titles uh, or in certain industries. You can even run ads to people that are part, part of certain groups. And like say, you, um, like, say there's a group for like an association where your target audience hangs out, and they have a group. You can run ads to the members of that group. So it's really, it's really cool for like a business-to-business uh, use LinkedIn. Um, and then I guess the last thing I would say is, if you're going to do paid advertising, um, try to think of how you can, you know, don't look at each channel as like a solo, like an island. Um, figure out a way to like kind of integrate all the different channels. Just as like a good example is like if you're going to produce blog content. You know make sure you're optimizing for SEO. Make sure you're throwing it up on on um on Facebook and LinkedIn running ads to it. Okay, paid ads to it. Um and then, you know, if it makes sense, you know, send it out in your email. You know, try to try to use your content or whatever the marketing channel is in multiple ways, including paid advertising. We try to weave together all the channels as much as possible because we really do find that it kind of lifts everything up when you kind of weave all the channels together. You don't want you don't want to just put a blog post on your site and just so that's it. And yeah, eventually Google will find it and you'll get organic traffic. But send it out in your email, put it on social, run ads, maybe run PPC traffic to it if it makes sense. Just think of different ways to kind of combine all the channels to uh, get better results.
1: I think that's great. And, and so let's talk about, because um, I completely agree with you, it, it should be an integrated effort. So let's talk about, are, are there certain industries where integrating digital with say print um makes more sense than others or do you think any industry can be or is it better business to consumer or do you think business to business you know what are your thoughts on that is it anybody should be doing that or are there certain industries where it works better
2: I'm, i might think if we're talking about the first example with um in, you know, sending out a postcard and uploading your list to Facebook and running ads to the to the matches. I think that's applicable to any industry because, you know, Facebook has like a, like a billion users. So you know, your audience is mostly on Facebook or will be, and so and you know most uh, industries, it they need the multiple touch points because we're all very busy and and sort of distracted, and there's just a ton of marketing messages coming to us. So multiple touch points is applicable to any industry. Um, I guess the only thing that comes to mind if I'm thinking about integrating print and digital and whether or not industry is is more prone to it is that you know, we've done some integration with print and digital where we'll send out a postcard and there'll be a what's called a personalized URL, URL redirect. And so a personalized URL redirect is basically just like a domain name <clears throat> with a person's name in it. You probably have seen them in the past. They're not as popular anymore. They used to, they're called pearls or personalized URLs. The personalized yeah. URL redirect, have you, have you heard of it before?
1: When you said pearl, it rang a bell with me.
2: Yeah that's, yeah, that's typically what they're called pearls. The pearl redirect it looks the same. It's got a domain name, so whatever xyz.com forward slash john dot or whatever. And the pearl redirect is it just redirects to whatever website you want. So it's like instead of you send out a postcard, instead of sending, instead of including your your regular website, you would include a pearl redirect. It still goes to your website. It just has the your, the person's name in it, and it just it redirects to your domain. The reason you do that is because the Perl redirect enables you to um, see who went to your website. So it provides tracking, like how many people went to your website, but actually who went to your website. And so I'm going to make the story make sense in the ten seconds here. So okay. um, the reason that's good is that if it's typically business to business, if you're sending, if you're a business to business, if you're selling business to business, and you're mailing out a postcard. You're doing it because you want sales, you want leads, um, and so a Pearl redirect, including a Pearl redirect on a postcard enables the sales team to get back a list of, okay, we sent out this postcard and we had these 50 people, we had 50 people go to the website and because of the Pearl Redirect, we know exactly who the 50 people were so then we can make phone calls to them. And so that's a a good way for B2B to integrate print and digital for the sales team to have like a kind of like a lukewarm list of leads to follow up with.
1: Okay. Boy, I so appreciate that because I was trying to figure out how, how how I guess so so when you would do that sort of a mailing, mm-hmm. that's got um, what is, variable data is it? Does it just create it for the, like whoever it's going to? I'm trying to figure out how you even create the pearl.
2: Yeah, um, am am I I can, I I can name a, a software that does it. am I affiliated with them. I'm trying to give them a plug, but if okay. you're okay with me not mention them, I can. Sure. Okay um it's uh the software and there's a few others that these this these aren't the only uh only ones out there but Perlum, so p-u-r-l p-u-r-l-e-m pearlum.com it's software where you upload your mail file it creates the pearls for you pearls meaning like your domain slash first name last name and then you just tell you just tell it okay well when someone visits the pearl uh, capture who it was but where do you want me to send them okay send them to this website and so it just instead of using your regular website on the mail piece um you use this pearl and that way you can see um who and it's just good for right. sales team because you know, huh. you know it just feeds them sort of like a lukewarm list of leads
1: yeah it sounds great it sounds like a great idea that's so interesting and I love that. I mean, that is such a great integration. Everything plays off of each other. You're able to track things, which is so important. Wow.
2: Yeah, yeah tracking. It's, huh. you know, the Pro redirects, it's kind of like when you send out an email and you get the click data from any provider, yeah. MailChimp or whoever. Yeah. You can yeah. see who clicked. And so you essentially could, when you send out a newsletter, you could download who clicked. And then you can call those people like, hey, you know, whatever, whatever the, whatever you say to them, it's like that. It's like it's, it's the same thing with email and again the click data with the postcard. You know, pre, you, with the Pearl Redirect, you can see who went to your website from the postcard, and so it's yeah, it, it, it could be effective in uh, in a B two B application.
1: Wow, I can so see it in the B two B application. Wow. Okay, I, I like that one a lot. Uh, are there any other interesting tricks that you <laughs> know about that you want to share? <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I can, uh, I, I can, I can end it with um, a, a, an SEO strategy. If that's, if that works.
1: Oh, that, sure. I, Thanks. That
2: We've seen work very well lately. Okay. I'm going to go down another rabbit hole, um, but this one, okay. I think it's, it's going to, I think it's going to really help, uh, help uh, your audience. So when you, Produce blog content. Typically, you're keyword optimizing it. Um, Keyword optimizing it, meaning adding keywords to it, making sure that it's 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 around a topic that you want traffic from, um, or keywords you want traffic from, I should say. And so, what we do, and it's it's sort of like they're called. It's called the content upgrades. So, what you want to do is you want to make sure you have your website in in Google Search Console. You can do Google Analytics too, but Search Console gives you um, a lot more data in terms of impressions and clicks um so basically what you know google it used to be called webmaster tools so hook up your site into google search console it's free and then once data once data starts coming in you'll be able to see on a per page basis how many clicks your web your web pages are getting which you can just get in analytics um, and you can see how many impressions your pages are getting impressions meaning it showed up in the search results for a keyword search it doesn't mean they clicked. It just means it was one of the search. It was one of the results in the for this key, for the keyword search. So impressions and clicks. And then what you want to do is after you've been writing enough blog content, you'll notice that some do better than others. Okay, and you want to look in Search Console and you want to pick out the ones that have a lot of impressions, meaning Google likes it. It's showing it for a lot of searches. Okay, so a lot okay. of impressions. And then what you want to do is you want to add content to those. Um, add content to those blogs that are doing very well that have a lot of impressions. So don't change the content. Um, just add more content to it. I like, kind of refresh it, add more. If it's like five ways to whatever, maybe make it seven ways to whatever um, add more content um, using the right keywords. Okay. And so what happens is you're kind of giving Google more of what it already likes. And every time we do that, and that's why it's called a content upgrade because you're upgrading the content. Every time we've done that, that, Blog posts just does better and better and better and better. And if you think about it, if you've got 10 that are like that and you're upgrading 10 blogs, then you've got 10 that are doing better and better and better, better in terms of organic traffic. So it's a very easy strategy for your uh, audience to take advantage of.
1: Boy, no kidding. That's awesome. Wow. Okay. Ryan, I really appreciate this information and and I appreciate um, – how you you know where, like where you're coming from on it because you've got the print direct mail history uh, you know with the company and you've got the digital marketing and and you are a little geeky you know a little techie about it which know, I'm sorry I'm
2: sounding very nerdy you know, in, this, in this interview I'm like
1: <laughs> <laughs> somebody has to be right it's really awesome but but it's it's um it's connective you know and it's understandable which is really valuable because I think marketing is one of the things that small business owners understand the least about and you know it's like this big mystery but this is great and and i'm understanding what you're saying and if i'm understanding it i know the listeners are because they're smarter than i am so it's
2: a a lot to take in i I, trust me i'm in this every day and i I still rely on my team here because it's like i just found out some new things with facebook and instagram that i didn't know about so I, i you know i fortunately have a very good team here that i have to pick their brain because there's just too much to there's too much to know, yeah. and it's changing every day. So it's it can it's very easy yeah. to get overwhelmed with this stuff.
1: Well, speaking of your team, will you let the listeners know how they can find you and and your company and how they can reach out?
2: Sure, absolutely. So definitely connect me on LinkedIn. That's Ryan Cote, C O T E, LinkedIn. And then I also have a special page for your audience, and on there is a on there you you there's a link for me on LinkedIn, but also there's an offer for a free uh, website analysis that I personally do via video, like via screen share. Basically I open up your site. I take a look at your SEO and, and some other parts of your digital and just give you my feedback. It's like a 10 minute video analysis and that's free, um, to your audience. So if you go to valentine.com, um, that's B A L L A N T I N E.com forward slash A Y B G for accelerate your business growth. A Y B G you'll uh you'll see the page and the offer.
1: Oh that's so great. Thank you. That is very nice of you.
2: Thanks for having me. Uh
1: I, yeah, oh, believe me. It, it was my pleasure. Um and listeners, you know, I'd like to thank you guys you're why we're here doing this thing. Uh this was some great content go to valentine.com/aybg and and you know, sign up for that website review. The, you can't change what you don't acknowledge, as Dr. Phil says. So you need to know what's really going on so then you can do better things. And I'd like to thank our sponsors, Audible.com and Gusto. To get your free trial of Audible.com and a free audiobook, just go to audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth to sign up. For payroll processing you'll love, sign up for a demo of Gusto today at gusto.com slash accelerate. Listeners get three free months when they run their first payroll. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day.
2: Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <coughs>